Welcome back to the AP World History Podcast in our second session here on the modern globalization going on. Uh, we're going to be diving into feminism on this one. So we're going to be looking at how uh, the fight for women's rights has gone on since the end of the world wars. And one thing to note, though, before we jump into that is this isn't the only fight for rights that's going on. Um, you have many other fights that are going on at this time. So if we're talking about like historical context of everything that's going on. Uh, we've got the civil rights movement going on in the United States. Uh, you've got uh, university students standing up and fighting for their rights uh, in the U.S., France, and also across the globe. Uh, we'll see that later with uh, students in uh, China at the Tiananmen Square, uh, where there there's um, a protest there that leads to violence against the Chinese government. Um, you have fighting for democracy in, in nations, uh, especially like Czechoslovakia, and you see uh, certain uh, rebel groups and stuff like that fighting for rights of uh, lower people, people like Che Guevara going about and doing that stuff. Now, some of these are more peaceful in in their approach, like the civil rights, the these feminist tactics or these feminist movements, uh, the university students and stuff like that, whereas there are groups like Che Guevara that go around and and we'll, we'll go and attack innocent people and kill innocent people to try to get their, their way on things. So uh, feminism isn't the only movement that's going on, but it's the one that we're going to focus on here, uh, especially because we, we throughout history haven't seen this much growth in women's rights and stuff like that in such a short period of time. And uh, it really does kind of change the game. But uh, let's start out with this. Feminism is not the same everywhere, okay? Um, the West kind of liked to think it was going to be that way when they started pushing for women's rights, but the the push that we're going to see there is not the same that we see uh, in other communities. And so let's let's dive into that a bit. So the West, um, this isn't the first time feminism has come up. Uh, we saw it back in the late 1800s, early 1900s, when they're fighting for their right to vote. After they gained the right to vote in the 20s and uh, teens. Uh, they then go and say, okay, well, we've got a right to vote and we're going to just kind of lay back. And they don't necessarily say that uh, we're going to stop pushing for feminism and whatnot, but uh, that issue had been solved. And so you see a drop in the uh, participation in the push for feminist ideas. But in the 60s, uh, you see a resurgence of that. Uh, in the West, uh, there are two books that are attributed with that, but there are other things that are going on. Uh, throughout that time that really kind of set it off. Uh, but those two books that you can look at it are called The Second Sex and The Feminine Mystique that really push for things like fighting oppression, uh, calling out that women are a second-class citizen and, and wanting full equality with their, their male counterparts. And so they fight for women to have the freedom of sexuality, to uh, be able to have free love and have as many partners as they want to and try to end the hypocrisy that goes with well, if you have a woman that sleeps with a lot of men, uh, they get negative connotations of, of terms uh, put against them, while a man that does it is, is praised and look at his prowess and stuff like that. So uh, you see them fighting against that, and you see them fighting um, for uh, the rights of um, uh, lesbianism and fighting against things like celibacy and stuff like that because uh, it should be their uh, determination to... Uh, be what they want to be and do what they want to do with their bodies. Um, so you see that going on in the West. And and that part, uh, especially that the, the lesbian part there, will, will lead to some movements in the LGBTQ community, which is another thing that's going on in this time a little bit later on. But again, the West doesn't represent everyone else. Uh, these are developed women, um, 
not like developed in age, but these are women from a developed uh, nation. Uh, they've got a lot of their issues sorted out. They don't have to worry about food. They don't have to worry about health care as much. A lot of those things are, are, are already solved for them. If we're talking about in those developed nations, but minority groups, especially in the U.S., like African-American women, uh, getting equality to men would be great. But if they get equality, they're still not equal. Uh, you That's why the whole civil rights movement is going on during this time period, because they won't be equal. And so they don't fight just for feminist uh, rights, and they do fight for women's rights and, and things like that. But they also extend that to fighting against racism and fighting against poverty because, okay, we're equal, but now we're still poor. We don't have the economic opportunities because I can't get a job in this business because of racist practices in it. So it, it doesn't end there. It doesn't end at women's rights with, with minority groups. It, it goes beyond that. And if we look at the global south, it gets even bigger than that because uh, it's nice to think that uh, the only issue that you have is whether or not you have the same rights as men. Uh, but uh, in in the developing world, you have a lot more issues that need to be solved and uh, things that you're concerned about. So you have things like, uh, well, we need to make sure that we have uh, a, not a corrupt government or that we have uh, the resources available to our community to help support our health care system and, and protect our children or enough food for our children to, to survive. And so you see them extended to there and saying that you the Western idea of feminism is, is great for you guys, but it's way too individualistic for us. We're not going to... Uh, we can solve this and we, we will get that, but that won't really improve our lives at all. And so um, you see them shifting on that uh, stuff and make it in a wider a wider net that they're casting and uh, they also point out that the there's many different cultural uh, things going on that the West doesn't account for that needs to be accounted for in these cases things like polygamy um, a stronger patriarchy is going on uh, female mutilation and other things like that so um, they got to figure out how do you how do you account for all this stuff and and can you keep polygamy with with this and uh, if you're in Africa um, that's part of your culture is, is is polygamy so do you need to abandon everything that's been a tradition for hundreds of years because someone from the West says hey you're not supposed to do that um, so we see in in these regions like Kenya uh, support groups getting set up to help each other uh, and helping the community so it's much more than just uh, let's let's be equal to our men. In Morocco, you see women fight uh, the law and saying that they are are um, they are more than just uh, children. They're more than just a second citizen. Uh, they should be able to uh, have their own economic independence, which is what women already had in the in the West. Uh, we shouldn't be uh, dictated to do uh, all these things uh, that you require us to do or or be consistently under uh, a male's thumb. And uh, in Chile, you see them fighting uh, for that democratic idea, uh, organizing and helping organize protests against uh, the Pinochet regime, uh, with the poor setting up soup kitchens and other support groups to help the people out that need help, and uh, the middle class uh, women helping fight for the actual democracy leading protests and things like that. And so this... This, this leads to a divide, and we can see that divide even sharper... Um, between the West and, and other communities, like if we look at Islam, uh, 
Islamic feminism is going to be much different than Western feminism. We see a little bit of that in Morocco, but uh, it's even more like uh, if you talk to a, uh, a Westerner about uh, the dress and the style of clothing that uh, uh, Arabic women or you could just say Muslim women in general are supposed to wear like the hijab and being fully covered. Um, they might look at that as a, as a major affront to, to feminist ideas and go, well, they should be able to dress how they want. But you got on the flip side of that, the, the Muslim woman, they would say, well, why do you want to dress with in scantily clad clothing? Um, why, why would you want to dress in so little? It's about modesty. And so there, there are major differences of opinions there. And so uh, with women in, in these Islamic communities, uh, a lot of it will go to, or, or at times it'll go to focusing on, well, we want to get equal rights and stuff, but we want to keep things also based around the Quran because we're, we're pious uh, Muslims. And on the the uh, African side of things, um, there is a fight for more equality and things like that that we saw in in Kenya with those support groups and, and rallying the community. But also, uh, it's about uh, protecting women and trying to prevent the spread of AIDS because you have uh, issues there with with the spread of AIDS with with sex between men and women, and, and men might not disclose that they have AIDS. Um, or you have uh, some myths that are going on there that if a uh, man has sex with a virgin, uh, he's going to be cured of his AIDS. So they have to rally against and, and fight against that stuff, which is something that the West just doesn't have to deal with. And so you have these divides on how do we how do we solve all these things? And so there there is some um, conflict that goes on between the feminist groups, but at the same time they eventually uh, they they are pushing for the same thing, and so we see a, a unity in the idea that women's rights are human rights. They are fighting for everyone. It doesn't matter what your gender is. You should have those rights. And they set up uh, organizations and UN conventions to help eliminate all those forms of discrimination against women and really push for women gaining more. And um, so so we see that. And, and there's this major push and we see all these gains happen in the in the 60s, 70s um, for women, at least in the West. We'll, we'll leave it kind of there. Uh, fights are still going on throughout the world in other regions. Uh, but uh, that that movement kind of dies out in in towards the end of that time period, and so we're we're maybe in where we're at today is um, is it the third wave of feminism, I believe. Uh, you might be able to consider this um, the third wave right now, beginning in the '90s and going until um, the the 2000s. And I think uh, what I'm looking at just online right now is some people are arguing that we're in like actually a fourth wave of feminism right now. So we had a feminist wave in the 90s and now we're having another one in the 2010s and late 2010s and whatnot. Um, but so we see these waves keep coming up and, and new rights and new things being pushed for. Uh, the most recent thing you guys can see uh, that's going on is the, the fighting against sexual harassment and uh, mistreatment in the workplace and just throughout the rest of society. So we see a lot of push for that. But there's one thing we need to make note of. Not everyone has agreed where feminism has gone to, even in the West. Uh, we see the pushback in, in cultural identities and things like that uh, throughout the rest of the world, but also in the West. Um, some things that were guaranteed or granted by uh, feminism or earned by feminism were the ideas of uh, the right to have an abortion and things like that. And uh, this has become a major um, issue of, uh, well, can you have an abortion? Is that allowed? And so you see the fight over abortion clinics uh, in, in the U.S. and whether you're killing a life or not. Uh, you also see uh, a backlash and a critique of um, 
this push of women kind of gaining their independence and uh, having more autonomy in that it's ruining families and there's a higher divorce rate now than there was was before and it's 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 not good and so um, there are backlashes against this now it's it's up to you to decide on whether that stuff is is overall has been a good thing in this drive when you look at it or or a bad thing but um, that that's kind of there there's always going to be as as things progress you're going to have people reacting to it and saying no this isn't good and we're going to see a lot more of that here in our next section on religion but then it comes down to you as the historian looking at it uh, to decide okay is this a good thing and do we want to f try to continue fighting for this or have we gone too far and do we need to scale things back a little bit so uh, that's where you can kind of see some of that stuff and maybe more applicable stuff to to your lives here so that's feminism in a nutshell over the last 50 60 years uh, next again we're going to take a look at the religious reaction to this new world that's being created <laughs>